Yeet. Alright, now I'm about to... Ready? Here we go. ALG really saved me. I put all of my success on joining this group. People constantly checking in saved me. I made so many, like, friends with people that I've never met. But I feel incredibly close to you, and, and I consider them family. It really is a family. It is a place where you can just be yourself, and there is no judgment. There is no shame. You are so welcome there. Nobody has to be in this alone. Everybody is either going through or has gone through the same thing at one point. Let's do this. Shit's such a bop. It's such a bop. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of the ALG Podcast. If you're listening to this on the day of drop, then happy Friday to you. Really quick at the top of the show, I just want to give a really big shout out to everyone who's been rocking and rolling with us for the last two years. I'm not going to do the sponsored by bullshit. I just want to take a second to really say thank you to all of our listeners. This show is not possible without you because if not, we're just too weird. I was talking to nobody. So I appreciate you. Soon to be three Guys, weirdos we have a, talking to no one. Yeah. We have a really special guest with us today, my man Levi Garrett. As always, I am joined alongside my partner in crime, David Roden, otherwise known as Fit underscore D-Rock on Instagram. I am John Arpino, otherwise known as J-Arp's Journey. Levi, share your Instagram handle. Um, my Instagram handle is fluffythefitness 85 and yeah, that's the best way to find me. So, awesome, awesome, awesome. So, Levi, let's just get right into it, brother. Why don't you give us a little background on you? Tell us who you are, what you've done, and uh, yeah. Well, I have lost a total of two hundred and thirty pounds. Jesus, I was uh, I was a pleasantly plump man. Uh, I was. It was something that at the age of 33, um, I had a heart attack, and I had to make a choice to change my life. You had a heart things. attack at 33? Yes. Holy balls. Okay. Yeah, what so was your top 33. weight? Um, when I had the heart attack, it was 405, and that was the day after my birthday on June 3rd. And wow. then it took me a while to really deal with that, but I gained more weight after that. Wow. And, um, like, for me, I was more, I was a depressed eater. So I, every single time I was upset, I was depressed. Every single time I was, like, bullied or at school, I would eat. Like, it was nothing for me to, like, eat just my feelings and whatever. But it was something where I had to, like, overcome, like, a lot of shit, especially in, like, my childhood and really deal with that. And, I'm very open and honest about dealing with, like, things that happened to me when I was a kid and, like, trauma that I had to deal with. And it really played a role on my negative eating habits and the way I looked at things. So I had to, like, change my entire mindset to really be better and try to do more. And luckily I did because if not, I'll be fucking toted in a box by now. But, like, right now I'm doing pretty – I'm. I'm doing pretty good. I'm about six weeks out from my uh, the WBFF World Championships for transformation, so I'm going to do that. Let's go. And looking looking leaner, feeling good. I haven't really like I I 
had some popcorn just before I got on here because I, I needed something. Oh, to you, you, so you like, rebel, you having some popcorn. I know. I'm such I'm such a rebel and a savage. Like What, these, what brand? These, this pop, uh, the Oval Redenbacher one, the 100 oh, good. one. Nice. Yeah, I had that. And, like, usually, like, I'm at my sister's right now. So, like, usually I, like, I'll put, like, Parmesan cheese on it just to get it cheesy. Oh, yeah. Like, like. It's all about the smart choices. I still eat like a fat fuck, but I just make like smart decisions. Wow, I'm, I'm mind boggled right now. Do you know in all my years of being fat and Italian, I never thought about putting grated cheese on popcorn ever. That is a violation, bro. You have to like ever. Like, you can get, you can get the like, and they sell them. You can get the grated cheese. They can get the flavored cheese. You can get like the actual like the low calorie extra butter to make it like even fatter, dude. Like, yeah, wow, it's a, it's a total hack. And the thing is, is, like, with popcorn, it has a shit ton of fiber in it. So, like, if you're dieting, like, it, it will make you feel fuller for longer. Yep. I, I do I love me some popcorn. Popcorn? Yeah. I don't know. Like, for some reason for me, I never Here feel go, full with a popcorn. Loser thing. Here we go. I don't, I don't feel full of popcorn. <laughs> I could literally eat my body weight in popcorn and never feel full. Oh, yeah. No, popcorn doesn't make me full. Ever. No. No, never. I want to eat nine bags yeah. of popcorn, but I love popcorn. Yeah. Now, I will admit, because yeah. I get a lot of fiber from Quest Bars, when I add popcorn on top of Quest Bars in a day, I tend to get gassy. I, I, I get gassy. Dude, I was just about to say, like, if I get if I eat a Quest Bar, I'm farting out the whole fucking house. <laughs> well, we're five <laughs> minutes in, guys, and we've already got <laughs> farting going on on this podcast. Like, so I'm just be... you know, I'm blowing shit out. Like, it's going to be tragic. Oh, popcorn mixed with Quest Bar mixed with protein is just... Just the perfect storm for no relationships. Dude, your toilet must hate you. <laughs> <laughs> like that is that is hard. It's a combo. The it's amount let, of protein in that se- in that session. Jesus. Let's just say. Uh, so let, let transparency's sake. Uh, when I fart in front of my mom, she goes, and I know why you're single. <laughs> I could name other reasons, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, uh, luckily, I'm married, so my wife's stuck in dealing with it. She just like looks at me like you nasty bastard and walks away. <laughs> I'm getting married in uh, three months, so she's stuck with this shit. <laughs> exactly. Uh, All right, yeah, pull back, Levi. Not... I want to yeah. know. Walk me through. So, like, when you say, tra- I mean, obviously, you say you're transparent. First and foremost, you don't have to talk about shit. Whatever the fuck you want to talk about, you talk yeah. about. When Absolutely. You say, yeah. When you say you had traumas and it made you create poor habits, what do you mean? When I was a kid, I was molested, Mm. so it was something that I really struggled with for a while. Like, I I didn't know how to really deal with it, how to really process it, and it was something that really fucked with my head, like, a lot. Right. And it it was something I didn't tell my mom, I think, until I was, like, 22 years old. Damn. And, um, you know, like, it was just, you know, the, uh, the upbringing that, you know, my mom is a great mom, and she's an amazing woman, and the the process of telling her kind of like you it broke her heart you know but it's just because like she didn't she, she felt guilty that she couldn't protect me mm-hmm. you know and so it was something that it was it, it, it but i had to deal with that you know and being a young kid you don't know how to deal with that and all she knew was that i felt better when i ate so she would just feed me and my mom was like you know she would just like pump me full of food and stuff like that she's like oh he's happy you know like i like it's weird, like, I'm in Rhode Island, so, like, we kind of grew up, like, in an Italian area, but my mom just, like, the thing she did was she cooked with love, and for love was to feed us, so she constantly fed us, and so, 
especially for me, like I'll go back for seconds and thirds and then clean the plate. You know what I mean? So like, and she would see me depressed and stuff like that. And she didn't really know why. And then I was bullied in school all the way elementary school, junior high. It wasn't until high school. So I really found my way and I started playing football. But even in high school, I remember I was 350 pounds. I was 15 years old and I was playing football. So I lost, a hundred pounds that year from so in my sophomore year going into my junior year okay. i went from 350 to 250 wow. and then because i wrestled and then my coach was like okay everything's done just don't come back fat next season i came back at 320 pounds again damn so and then i had to lose the weight again and i stayed around 255 to um through high school and then after high school like i blew right back up to like 360 what was so your process that, it, like when you went from three fifty um, to two fifty, and you kind of went through that process. What what, what made you? What did you do to lose the hundred pounds? Portion control. Just portion. Okay. Coach told my my coach told my mom like he can only eat this much, and it would be like a little sauce or a, a food, and it would be like okay, you can have your green beans, your vegetables, and protein. So, you know, my 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 dad was diabetic, so my mom had like certain things that she would make us and like or make for him, and we would just eat what he eat. Right. So she kind of had an idea, so she would give us, like, chicken or try to bake stuff. But, of course, like, my mom's, like, family's from down south, so stuff's fried all day, bacon all day. So it's like we would just eat that, and we'd be like, oh, this tastes good, not realizing we about to snap a chair. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, we were just big bastards, and especially me. So, like, I was like... Big bastards. <laughs> I just heard this. I'm not going to lie. I heard snap a chair, and it sounded like... I, I don't know. It sounded like John right there. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's it's the Rhode Island accent, man. Like it's it's like it's it's that's all it is. But yeah, dude, it's like I was such a I was such a fluffy man. So I was like, I I could totally remember this when I was like fifteen years old. I was five eight. My dad was five eight, and I was eye to eye with him, but I was twice as wide. Wow! Like that was like some bowling ball like, status. It was like, dude, it was. I really was, man. I really was a bowling ball. I was a short round little thing. It's like. And then, like, I I, did, I had, like, a big head, so I didn't know if I was growing <laughs> in my head. Like, it was terrible. How tall are you now? So I was, I'm 6'1". Oh, okay. I was going to say, I'm, you're not 5'8". Yeah, so I, no, so I grew up. I luckily grew up because I was nervous. <laughs> like, I didn't know if I was going to stretch this shit out. But, like, luckily I grew up into my size. But it was just, like, I was just so, I was. You know there's people so on this podcast listening offended because you just said that anyone below 6 foot's not fold out. <laughs> Well, dude, like, look, I don't like, know. The look, proof is okay. in the pudding, bro. I'm sorry. I mean, six, everyone seven, out here right now is over kings, six foot. But, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll call them short kings, yeah. But you know, uh, as as a fully grown man, I love six fully feet. grown man. <laughs> as adult children, if you're under six foot. <laughs> <laughs> now we're not no. speaking to the toddlers we're... anymore. <laughs> no. Oh my but, god, this yeah. took a pivot. All right, we're back. <laughs> so. So, but, like, I was, like, I was always bullied. I was always picked on. I was always, like, ridiculed for my size. And I just, I wanted to try to find my way. So when I had my coach, um, James Sneed, like, God rest his soul, he told me, he's like, focus on your portion control, focus on your training, and you can really, really see a change in your body. And I did. The problem was that I didn't have that, I didn't have that desire to really, like, I just like I just was doing what I was told, and then after high school, everything came off the rails. I just ate whatever I wanted. It didn't matter. I was eating, drinking, 
partying, whatever. I was in college, and nobody told me shit to do. I was like, I'm 18. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And I didn't have any structure. And I knew I needed that. Right. But I didn't know how to find it. I was still trying to find my way as a man. I just, I, I was just living, living my life, living the dream. And at, at that point, I had to tell myself, you know, this isn't good. This isn't like I had to, actually I got sick. So I got sick was like my kidneys were messing up. I had like really bad kidney stones or whatever. And I was like 29 and I lost weight and then I lost weight again. So I went from 360 pounds at that point to 230 pounds. Right. But I didn't do it the right way. Like I was still, I was dieting, but I was eating like just not eating a lot because I didn't feel good. So I was eating like chicken nuggets and french fries and tater tots and still eating like piece of shit. And then, but I just kept losing weight. I was like, all right, this is working. So I'm going to ride this train to the wheels. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then that stopped working. And then I gained, I gained all the weight back. Um, I lost the weight when I was 29. I gained all the weight back by the time I was 30. And then some. So I was, I was easily... I want to say at that point, because my scale went up to 370 pounds, and when that motherfucker said E for error, I knew it was a problem. <laughs> so, wait, how many times have you lost and gained 100 pounds? This is the third time. Third time. Wow. That's incredible. So, now, but this yeah, time, how long have you, how long, what's your timeline for this one right now? This is four years off. Yeah, this is four years straight. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, so, it's it feels like a different, it's, it's different. Yeah, I have sustainability now. At that time, when I was losing this weight, I had no sustainability. I had no control. I had right. no... There was, like... The car was running, but there was no one behind the wheel. That whole type of thing. So, like, I had no control whatsoever. Right. And then... Um, on my 33rd birthday... Well, let's, let's backtrack with this. So, in a span of stress, I find out... Because, um, again, I stress eat. So a fan of stress, I find out, me and my wife, I proposed to her. I was like, hey, let's get married. She's like, okay. And, you know, we're planning a wedding. During the process of planning a wedding, I find out my stepdaughter's pregnant at 16 years old with with my first grandson, Julian. So we're going through the process of doing that. So we're trying to help her finish school. I wind up switching jobs. In the process of switching jobs, I get transferred to two different stores. And then we get married. We had, uh, I say we, but she has her son, Julian. And then I switch another store. I have my birthday. And then on June 3rd, 2018, I have a heart attack. Damn. Wow. And when you yeah, say heart attack, was, what type of heart yeah. attack? Like, it was a minor heart attack. It wasn't a major one. I didn't like seize up and like completely like fall on the floor and flop like a fish. But it felt like I was like, I felt like, cause you know, when you have like an anxiety attack like yep. that that compression of like it was like right here and i like it felt like an elephant on your chest yeah so like i was just like my my body just was like it just kept compressing 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 i felt this pain and like i had like this numbness in my arm and i didn't know what it was i was like yeah you know this probably just me sleeping on it wrong because i I, like i just that's what i thought it was but it turned out when that's a combo right there the bathroom so this is the this is the this is the i don't know if it's fucked up or funny but i know we were talking about poop or shit, or farting earlier ever. So when I went, when I was having, when I felt like there's anxiety and whatever, I was like, okay, I just have to shit. And when I shit, I'll feel better. 
because I always, my mom always told me she was, she has no medical history whatsoever, but I trust this woman like gospel. She was like, sometimes if you have a really bad fart, it can creep up into your chest and make you feel like you're having a heart attack. I was like, ah! that's what this has to be. <laughs> <laughs> And so I go to the bathroom and I I sit on the toilet and I, I was like, man, I don't got shit or fart. What the fuck's going on? And then I legit, like, I start having an anxiety attack. And because I have an anxiety attack, like, I passed out. I was, like, such an adrenaline rush. I just couldn't deal with it. Then when I came to, I'm still on the toilet. No shit. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, whole no time having a heart attack. No one's coming yeah, out. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, I and then I... I was like, oh, okay. Then I, the pain was going away. And so I was like, all right. And then I told my boss at the time, and I was like, yeah, this happened. He was like, if I was you, I will go to the doctor. My dumb ass didn't go to the doctor until the next day, and that's when I found out that I had a minor heart attack. And then they had to weigh me, and because the scale went up to 385 pounds, like the most standard scale, in, uh, you know, that didn't happen. And right. I remember they didn't have, like, they didn't have, like, the um overweight scale that you see on like my 600 pound life like that one there yep, they yeah. had the only one they had was like the recycling downstairs so i got weighed with that <laughs> that's demoralizing and that yeah 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 oh my god yeah it made me feel like a fucking millionaire <laughs> so then i i went and i lit and then i found i was 405 pounds and then i um was extremely depressed and i didn't accept it i actually rationalized it I would say, like, hey, you know, it's all right. I'm 33 years old. Like, right. had a good life. Mm-hmm. Like, this is all right. And I was like, you know what? In my brain, I was like, let me get shit in order for when the next one comes and I really clock out. And it was my grandson's first Christmas on December 24th. And because my family, my, my, my wife's family is Portuguese, so they do Christmas on Christmas Eve. Right. Um, so. That's how Italians do it, too. Yeah. I never did that. I never knew that until then. So, yeah. like. It was, um, and I see the joy of my grandson opening gifts, and I'm sitting in the back, and I'm talking to myself, like, and I'm really just pissed at myself, and I flat out said to me, like, you selfish fuck, you are seriously just going to quit and give up and miss all these moments with this boy who's going to need you. Because you think setting things up financially is going to make something or do something or like it, it doesn't matter. The time is what he's going to want. Absolutely. And I remember on that day, I was like, no more of this stuff. So then on January, I got some stuff in order. I got myself a gym membership. And um, hello. Can you guys hear me? Uh oh. Hello? Levi. Do you oh, guys no. breathe? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is... <laughs> no, no. Am I frozen? No. Frozen? Did his no. phone die? Or no. did he lose connection? Or did he get a phone oh. call? Fuck. That's so funny. It's Come not on. our day. It's The juju's been weird. But you're going to have to do a lot of editing now. Well, what I'll, nah, it'll be easy. What I'll do is, uh, as soon as he pops back in, um, when we record I the whole thing. he knows thing, not to leave. Yeah. He's at 99% upload, so he didn't get completely screwed. I wonder if his phone died. Did he not plug in his phone? Oh, yeah, he's gone. I bet you he'd, 
I bet you he didn't plug his phone in and it just died. That's my guess. What are we going to do now? <laughs> oh, hey! Yeah. Hey, How are we doing? Did I freeze or you freeze? You, you no, froze. No, you. Yeah I, I, yeah, I don't know what happened. You're good. Don't worry about right. it. Keep, roll, keep rolling. Uh, where, where'd you guys leave? What I leave off at? Uh, talking about uh, your son and not not being like at the end of the day, oh, your yeah. kid wants time, not money. Yeah. So yeah. So like my my grandson, I was like, I was like, he want my time. He's gonna want me to be there. So right. I got some things in order. Um, I wind up getting a gym membership to Planet Fitness, and I started my journey on January first. But now let me ask you a question. Know, are you are you yeah. unpacking any of this trauma during any of this? At that time, no. During the process of starting to lose weight, I did get myself into counseling. Okay. So that was like one of the, the and that's something that I, I stayed in um, for an extremely long time. Like I was always in counseling because of like how my attitude was and especially being molested and stuff like that. Like they always had me in like some type of counseling or whatever because right. like I, I never felt that I fit in and I always felt different and I was always picked on and stuff like that so I was something that was like I'll always be like in uh like guidance of counselor or whatever or like just counseling with the school and whatnot whatnot but I did get counseling um also when I was in college when I first started to deal with being molested and then um after all of this stuff I did get into counseling again just to deal with the mental side of the issues of all the, all the shit that happened and who, because... who knew like did anyone oh. know about my heart attack? No, about the past trauma. Um, my grandmother, my nana. I told her when I was eight years old. Gotcha. She she was, she was the, the only, only person that knew. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot to hold on to, man. That is a yeah. lot to hold on to. So yeah, it was, and that was like the the driving. She's she's honestly like my driving force. Like every that. day when I think about when I think about her. And the fact that my mom looks like her, and my my aunt looks like her. We all like we all have some type of uh, of like twitch like her or something like that. But she's like, I know for a fact she's my angel, and my goal is to make her proud. You know, and I relate like, to that a lot, my friend. My my grandma's like, why? So yeah. yeah, and that's and that's the thing is like I I I can see her like the days where I just want to say I don't fucking want to do this shit. Mm-hmm. I just hear her saying, "Get up, boy, you got work to do," and just. Just got to get up and do it, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. So you start in the gym. Walk me mm-hmm. through that, that first, like, six months to a year of you joining a gym. Oh, that was tragic. So I was scared to lift weights because I wasn't as strong as I was when I was in high school. So I just stayed on the treadmill. <laughs> I stayed on the treadmill. And, like, I just, I just, I just, and the thing was, I was nervous about the treadmill because I was over the weight limit. I was like, shit, this shit's going to break. I'm not coming back here. Which so, gym? Like, I... Uh, Planet Fitness. Yeah, come on, Planet Fitness, get a yeah. sponsorship. Yeah, I, I started at Planet Fitness, and I started there, and it was like, I will say this about Planet Fitness: it is a great gym for one beginning, and two, you really won't feel judged. Right, mm-hmm. you really won't. You know, so like I, I will say that it's a gym for the ninety-five um, percent. For the ninety-five, yeah, but once you, yeah, once you reach a certain point, I look at it like. That's the entry level, and then you graduate to different gyms. Absolutely. 
So, so, but a lot of people, I have uh, a lot of people on my IG that just they go to Planet Fitness and they never go away from it. They love that's it. That's about me. David doesn't go like, away from you, it. And I think that's the biggest thing is like you go where you feel comfortable. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you know, like, like if you feel comfortable somewhere else, like you just love it, you know. But yeah, I did. Um, I started at Planet Fitness. I was definitely afraid of like one breaking the treadmill. And I was also afraid of like going on the weight floor because it was intimidating right. to me because I was always thought like I'm the big guy, so I should move the most weight, but I can't move that weight. Yep. So let me just stay my fat ass in the corner like Kirby and just keep on going. Yep. And so it was, it was a stream process. And at that point in time, I wound up going to like my old coach's um, diet plan. Not as much portion control, but I started following, like, obese to beast and, like, doing his full day of eating and stuff like that. And I saw, like, okay, you know, like, it's not just portion control. Like, you can eat low-calorie things. And I just had to find them. And then once I found them, I started eating those and then being smarter about my choices. And when I do get stressed, eat something low-calorie or something like that. Or you feel like you want a snack, have a low-calorie snack. Find different options and shit. Yep. So, and then after that whole process of like, okay, now I see my body losing weight and then I see the loose skin and I'm like, right. fuck this, I got to go to the weight floor. So then I start going to the weight floor and I start benching like the 20 pound dumbbells and I'm like, ooh, this shit's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and then I had to like restart everything and, um. Because I knew I was going to have loose skin. I mentally wrapped my brain around right. that. Yep. Uh, so I like, and with a lot of people, I get more DMs because I constantly post pictures about me and my loose skin yep. and all this other stuff. I get more questions about how did you deal with the loose skin? Were you afraid of it? What was the thing? I was like, sacrifice without regret. Yeah, you know what I mean? absolutely. Like, it's, it's people. Like, it's, I think it, Coro, it's never really added up to me how like I don't know. I I, I agree with what you just said. Like. I knew loose skin was inevitable. Being 520 yeah. pounds and losing a massive amount of weight, like, you have to just come to that realization, like, you're going to have it, you know? And mm-hmm. you can't let that be a, a roadblock on your journey to be like, oh, I don't want to lose weight because I'm going to have extra skin. Uh, so high blood pressure, diabetes, sleep apnea, all that. Other, that's all fine. Like, we're cool with that. But some fucking sagging skin that we could eventually maybe yeah. save up to get taken off, that's a problem. Like, I, I just, I don't understand the, the vanity. I don't know if it's vanity. I don't, I don't know if it's vanity, but like, I don't understand like how that thought process goes down with some people because I, I've seen some people that are just like, yeah, I'm better off just being the way I am than never having to deal with loose skin. And I'm just I like, think it's a person. I think it's a projection. I think it's like, all right, what is the most logical thing I can wrap my head around to justify why I won't do it? Why I'm not doing it. Yeah. Why, and, and it's like. Yeah. And so whatever that process is to get myself off the hook, it's right. like, well, I yeah. mean, is, is it really worth it if I'm going to have much excess skin? I mean, come on, man. And so it's just, it's people trying I, to project it off of themselves. Like, I totally agree with that. I think it's more of the fact, and maybe I'm a little harsh about it, but I just feel like some people are just pussy. Oh, I agree. Oh, yeah. like they 100%. 100%. Just, like, they, like, making such an excuse of, they almost they try to rationalize it in their mind that they're not like their obesity is not a disability but the loose skin is right absolutely you know like and I think it's that projection 
that really ruins people. Like, I look at my loose skin not as a, a, a detriment, but the fact that I kicked obesity's ass. Right, it's a, it's an accomplishment. At the end of the day, that's what loose skin is. It's, it's it's a huge accomplishment. It's a it's a badge of honor, whatever you want to call it. Like you earned that, yeah. whether you like it or not. Like you did, you you earned it. Yeah, well, I think the, I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, and and when it comes to excess skin and people using it as an excuse, I think you you get into the world of like sense, and I think. Coming, oh my gosh! I, I, it popped across my TikTok, and it was some some nutritionist di- or some dietitian or some fucking hoity-toity way sunshine and rainbows type person going. You know, the people that are most fat phobic are the ones that used to be obese. Those those, those no. are the most fat phobic. No, we're telling you, no. we live both fucking lives, and yeah. I'm telling you yeah. that living an obese life is ten times worse. Than yeah, not worth living it. an obese life, it's just not fucking worth it. it now, ain't worth it. Are we going to treat yeah. people like shit? No, but we're going to tell. We're going to call a spade a spade, and we're, we're absolutely gonna, we're going to say the truth. And the reason why I bring that all up is being obese is almost becoming normal. Like when you think about how many fat oh, people it's there very are, normal. It's, it's very, very normal. normal. Excess yeah. skin. Yeah. There's not that many people. I mean, there right. are a lot of people have lost hundreds of pounds. They're not. There's right. not tens of thousands there's not right. hundreds of like, thousands uh, us three were all above the age of 25 so like back when when we were younger it was hard to find clothes in big sizes yeah you know what i then, mean yeah. now it's everywhere you can everything you can find is it. good yeah. for fat people yeah. and that's and i'm not knocking anybody you know what i mean like but but comfort just and the, justification like, right and that's just the times that we're yeah. in you know what i mean like i remember as a kid like Dad, I can't fit into the fucking seats in the stadium anymore. Well, lose fucking weight, you fat fuck. Like, I, I don't know what you want me to tell you. And now it's like everything is just is just big. It's just big. And then and yeah. then the convenience factor comes in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something that if the world – like, this is the thing is that this whole inclusion shit right. of, like, oh, I'm not – the world doesn't fit to me, so I'm going to make this. I'm going to change, change the world to me like that's cool when I look at like you know racial issues or trans gay LGBT you're born without a left leg <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, ju- just cause you can't put the fucking fault down and deal with your issues absolutely I shouldn't have to fucking absolutely. like change the shit like and this is like uh, this is gonna get me going on a tangent no go ahead so this is like like a lot of the time when I look at, like, that body positivity shit. Yeah, healthy at any size. Like, I, right. um, it's like, you should be body positive because you should love yourself. But the healthy at every size shit. Like, okay, just because your blood markers and shit don't look that bad. Exactly. You're 23 and 400 fucking pounds. Just because just that's fine. But guess what? When you're 43 and you're still carrying 400 pounds, I want to see how your fucking knees feel. Right. It catches like, up and to you. And, oh, and, it it does. It's a time. It, it, the only the, to put it like this: the only two things in this world that are undefeated are te- taxes and time. Yep. Like they they will always catch up with you. So if just because it doesn't get you now, it's gonna get you. Get you later. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think so, so many people have to understand that. And this is like my friend Nigel. He just him and his wife just went to Mexico, and he was texting me about the plane about how many people, how many extra seats were there because people had to buy extra seats, seats yeah. to fit. And it was just empty seats. 
the, but the plane was sold out. Yeah, I believe it. Yep. Absolutely, I believe it. And it's like it's 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 becoming the norm to me. It's becoming the normal that more people are happy being miserable. Yep. yep. And not and just we as a society have just said, you know what, we're going to be as strong as our laziest link. Yep. Yes. And it it it. it it's just fucking ridiculous. We as a society decided that, you know, trophies. if people are not going to change them, society's just going to conform to who they are. Yep. You know what I yep. mean? And that, that's, and I, and like, I don't want anyone listening to this to, to make it seem like we are hating on anyone who is overweight, obese, whatever, because we're not, we've all lived it. No, we've, we've walked in those shoes and I don't want those shoes back. You can keep them. But like it, the, pro, the problem is like, we as a society are not leading by example. You know no, what I mean? And no. that's why, in my opinion, you know, weight loss Instagram is very important. Weight loss TikTok is very important. Like social media as a whole, when it comes to weight loss, is very important when it's done correctly. You know, there True. is that yeah. fine line. But like when I was when I was overweight and like we would go to an amusement park before we went, I would absolutely check on Google. Well, what, what rides have kind of bigger seats that maybe I could fit on it? And if I can't, well, I fucked up. I need to lose weight. You know what I mean? And then and then there was 15 years where I couldn't fit on a roller coaster. Whose fault was that? Was that Hershey Park's fault because they made the ride too small? No, that's my fault. Like, at the end of the day, we have to take some personal blame. Yeah, that, that, yeah and I, that's, I totally agree with that. That's always my biggest on the, the body positivity in that whole world is... If you want to live the way you want to live, live the fucking way you want to live. But mm-hmm. don't bitch about the consequences that come from right. your actions. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Like, well, guess what? When health insurance 100%. costs more for you because you just had X, Y, and Z illness and you got to pay for insulin and you got to pay for this and you got to pay for that and your co-pays only pay for this much and all this kind of stuff. And now you're bitching about the healthcare system is too expensive. Well, guess what? I hate to break it to you, Sally. But your lifestyle plays a huge role into that decision. If you want to live that life, live your life. But don't Absolutely. make the rest of the world bend to your means of how you treat yourself. Yeah. That's the issue. 100% agree. Yeah. 100% agree. And we're going to be now called fatphobic like, assholes. Absolutely. All yeah. social media. <laughs> like this. Fuck it. Like, I've been called, I've been, I always say this. I've been called worse by better. Yeah. Remember when so, I thanked everyone like, at the beginning of the podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now there's so, someone on here that's, that's th- taking this, I taking think this that's like the biggest thing is that I, I, I absolutely 100% agree with that is that, and I think this is not coming from a, like, we hate fat people places. It's coming from the fact that we've been down this road right. and we don't want other people to walk down exactly. and to learn things the hard way that we have learned. Absolutely. And so we're trying to prevent people from making the same mistakes we did. Exactly. A lot of the time that's going to come across that we're being assholes. Right. We're not. Right. Which, but the problem is, again, society-wise, is that people can't deal with the harsh truth of shit. Right. They can deal with stuff being put and, in the cuddly, nice way. And, and then, like, I want people to really listen to this from, like, this perspective. Like, Levi had a heart attack at 33 years old. I almost died in my house at 22 years old. David is... David's David. But, like, <laughs> nothing bad happened to David. But, like... I almost did it to myself. Let's put it that way. Right. No, well, like, yeah. at, eight, at 18, I almost ended my own... Both of them did it through health yeah. judgment. I almost ended my own life because of the, 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 the life yeah. I created. Exactly. So, like, do, do you see the pattern? The trend here. Like, there, there is a trend that is going on that, like, it's bad. It gets bad. It's 
at the end of the day, pizza is fucking amazing. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. love pizza. But I can't eat pizza like I did five years ago. I, I know what the outcome of that is. Like, I, that, and that's why, like, I'll wake up one day. You know, there's some days I wake up and I'm like, yo, fuck this weight loss Instagram bullshit. Fuck social media. I'm deleting everything. I don't want to be a part of it anymore. And then I think to myself, well, who's going to tell the people the truth? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like From both and, sides. From both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. Everyone that blames I, carbs for fucking baking you fat. Right. And then At, everyone who thinks that every health at every size is fine. Exactly. So, like, yeah. we, we need someone, a, a group of people, not just some individual, but we need a large mass of people to start leading by fucking example. Because if not, we are just – this downward spiral is just going to get worse and worse and worse. Because, like, people used to – I mean, people look at America like the fat country. But slowly but the surely, these the other – The rest of the world is fucking catching up, man. And and what like what is going to be society in another 20, 30 years? Yep. You know? If Wendy's 4 yeah. for 4 st- sticks around any longer, like I, – I, I, well, with inflation, it might be a five for five. Yeah. For real. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's just like we're just trying to try to prevent people from doing the things that we did and learning from the mistakes that we've made, and that's the thing. And to not not for nothing, like this game, like this life is hard. So Absolutely, the hard truth is the hard truth. So if we don't tell you the way that we tell you, we don't speak about it the way that we speak about it, then it's just not going to go the way that it needs to go you know what i mean so we need to just continue to like work together but understand this you are responsible for your journey yes and you're the reason you're sitting where you're absolutely at. So you're not happy you got one place to look and that's the fucking mirror yep absolutely it's like alg community can only help you so far podcast listen to podcasts Everything. can only help you so much like yeah. even getting a coach I hate to break no, it to I you. I mean, even yeah. even smaller than that. I mean, let's even like micro size that a little bit. Even just downloading my fitness pal. Mm-hmm. If you download my fitness pal, never use it, never learn how to use it, never enter anything in, it's just wasting space on your phone. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. need to make that jump. You have to take that first step because if not, like nobody's coming to, no one's coming to save you. But no I have a ten dollar a month Planet Fitness membership. I'm, right, and if you I'm, don't I'm show working. up, yeah, me too. <laughs> At that point, if you have a $10 plan of fitness membership and you're not using it, you're just playing a $10 a month fat tax. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I like that. I yeah, like that a lot. $10 a month fat tax. I like that. That's funny. I like that a lot. Well, let's circle back. We went on a huge tangent there. Where did we leave? I know we sure did. Where did we leave off <laughs> on you and your journey? So four years ago, um, you started so, yeah, your transformation. So yeah. So four years ago, I started my transformation and I started... I dealt with the mental battles of dealing with my loose skin. Right. Um, it was definitely hard. Um, and then, like, the thing is, is, like, you almost look at it like, why did I do this to myself? Absolutely. Not the weight loss, but, like, the, the whole process of, like, wow, I really let myself just get, wow. Like, you know? Yep. Because it's a lot. You see, like, the saggy chest or the saggy stomach. Yeah. Or, for me, like, my back, like, my, like, kind of like a melted candle a little bit. But it's, like... You know, like you look at those things, it's like, wow, like, and then you see other people, this is the thing that it, when I was like starting on my muscle building journey, when you see other people that just like 
fucking around at the gym is like you have no idea how lucky you are. Hundred percent. You have a clean slate. Yeah, you have a clean slate. Everything is great. Can, oh, genetics on your side. You've never been you know overweight. I mean? A little bit of yeah. change just makes a massive yeah, difference. You've never been overweight. You've never had any of this bullshit issues. You don't have to worry about anything. Nope. Like for me, I got to worry about if my skin flat flaps out. Like, what's going to happen? Are you going to look at me weird? Right. Like, what's going on? And then, like after a while, I think the I use this mindset and it's worked for me. And I will use it all the time. You guys are familiar with C.T. Fletcher, right? Oh, yeah. So the power of fuck it. Yep. Fuck what people think. Fuck what people say. Do you. Because at the end of the day, you're doing this for you. Yes. What you have done to yourself, you did that. And what you are going from that point on, you're going to do that too. You're the one with the choice and you're the one that has the power to make this shit grow. So command it to be so. You can do this. And so at that rate, I just like, all right, fuck it. I, at this rate, like, I get, my wife gets pissed off at me because I have no shirts with sleeves. <laughs> like, I'm like, like I'm just going to show this shit off. I was like, I'm just going to show this shit off. Like, yep. I've earned this. I've earned every bit of loose skin. I've earned every bit of muscle. I've earned all of it, good and the bad and the ugly. But the power of fuck it. Like, so, like, if you have somebody that's, like, talk shit about you, how you're losing weight or why you're losing weight or or this ain't supposed to be on your diet or why are you eating this? Is this part of your meal plan? Are you trying? Like, fuck it. Right. You, you're doing this for you. So at that rate, it should not matter what anybody else says. Of course, you're going to have those days where shit creeps in. That's natural. However, you have another day tomorrow. And so the next day, you realize, okay, yesterday it got to me. It ain't getting to me today. Right. I'm not letting that get to me today. I'm going to go to the gym and crush it. I'm going to go do, I'm going to do my cardio and crush it. I'm going to go do my boxing, whatever, Zumba, CKO, whatever. I'm going to crush it. Because at the end of the day, this is my life. This is my term. This is my rules. And this is what I can control. So I'm going to keep pushing. No, Absolutely. I, I freaking love that. love that. Because it's like, I'm a huge, there's power in accountability. Like, there's, yeah. like everyone thinks that like blaming yourself is a negative thing. It's like there's do you understand no, no. believing in the gremlin is the most disempowering thing there is like there's some secret yeah. gremlin that's yeah. making you fat there's some secret gremlin that's making you make bad decisions yeah. there's some secret person I'm the behind it's like no I'm the fucking gremlin and it's yeah. like holy shit yeah. if I'm the gremlin and if I change myself my life changes Absolutely. like that's that's incredible. Yeah. There's nothing worse than just trying to find the world and blame the world for everything that's wrong in your life. Like, that's the worst place to be. Yeah. But that's what happens when you have, there's, the biggest thing is lack of ownership. Yep. Ownership of the moment, ownership of your life, ownership of what you've done. Like, there's, to me, like, I've had a series of bad moments. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't change me. It's how you deal with it in that moment. Absolutely. It's, it's one of those things where if you truly, truly have worked on yourself enough, and shit still happens to me. I mean, we talk about it on the podcast, like when we do the call, like shit still happens to me. I'm yep. still going through shit. But at the same point in time, like I own every single moment, good or bad. And at that point, a moment is like motivation. It can happen like this, go on the next minute. Yep. So if I can stay on my path and continue to walk through all the bullshit, through all the hard times, through all the crappy times, through when people say you can't, you won't, you shouldn't, fuck it. Not only fuck it, fuck you for doubting me. Yes. Yep. Like, so, like, 
and, and, and I'm going to continue to work on my, I'm going to continue to work on myself. My journey is not written, but I'm the one turning the page. Mm-hmm. So if I can continue to turn these pages and write my story the way I want it to be told, I'm not going to stop because you have, you feel some type of way. Amen. You know, amen. Like so, and that's like so, the whole. More people need that mentality. No, hundred percent. And like, and that's like the whole thing of always. I talk about like just the meaning. Like at the end of the day, uh-huh. you control the meaning, and awful things happen to great people all the time. Yeah. And it's your ability to give the meaning when something horrible happens to you at eight. What is the meaning when you grow up? What does that mean? Does it mean the world sucks and it's not worth living? Or does right. it mean like, you know what, I got to figure it out and, and move on? It's like you tear a knee. What's the meaning? Uh, wh- why yeah. do I keep continuing? Or do you just be like, oh, I got to change my nutrition and pivot? Like the meaning you give awful situations makes 10 times more impact in your life than the, than the incident itself. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So I'll give you uh, something that when I told my grandmother that I was molested and, you know, she knew about my childhood, especially growing up, like and stuff like that, and being bullied and being picked on. And I, don't, I, I lost her at 15, and so that was like that was heartbreaking. But I remember something where she told me we come from a very religious family, like very religious. Like my mother's a preacher's kid. My uh, my grandfather was a preacher. My uncle was a preacher. My my aunt's an ordained minister. Like very religious. Like we were raised with a backhand and a bite. <laughs> so it was like, so that's how, that's how it was. Um, but she told me, and I believe it to be true. And she, she put it in this phrase. She's like, she believed in God, but I believe it. If you believe in any type of positive energy, negative energy, this, that, and the third, yada, yada, yada. The reason bad things happen to good people is so that way it is shown to other people how to overcome things. Absolutely. Your journey is way more important than you think it is. True. You don't think you don't know it now, but at some point you will have the opportunity to tell your story, yep. to tell what you've gone through, and be open and honest with it. Don't hide anything because if the moment where you try to hold on to a you there's points to those things you hold on to yourself for yourself, but there are points and times where. You opening up can open it up for somebody else to feel better about their life. Right. You know, we talk about what we just talked about with us. Like, we don't hate fat people. We're just trying to pave the way for you guys to not make the same mistakes we did. Right. But if we don't share how we feel, how would you know that this is this is the reality of what you're going to have to deal with? 100%. I mean, combined between all of us, we did about, what, 700 pounds weight loss between all of us. Over. Yeah, over, over 700. You know what I mean? So... So, like, I mean, you're not hearing it from somebody that's like, oh, I lost two pounds, so I'm a shredding. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? Like, and this is, this is as real as it gets. Multiple, right. multiple times and decades. Mm-hmm. One thing that's yeah. very unique, it's, it's, it's also some of the very obese to beast we had on. Uh, I'm eight years. John's five. You're five. Four, four or five. Uh, four. Four. So you're talking, there's 15 years of sustained weight loss. Experience, yeah. communicating Mm -hmm. with you right now like 15 years like and so it's super important it's not just i I hate to this this is a harsh i made a tiktok post do it what was what was that oh i made i made a tiktok post where i was like all right if you've lost over 100 pounds and sustained it for at least two years 
what is something you've learned? And there's a bunch of people that comment mm-hmm. down below, like, I'm only six, or uh, I've only sustained it for six months. I've only sustained it for a year. And it's like, I hate, like, I'm not sure to be an asshole, but I, I also, like, like, weight loss is one thing. Sustainability is a whole different game. Whole different ballgame. Whole different ballgame. Yeah, people and want to talk so, about lose weight yeah. every day on Instagram, on TikTok. They want to talk about, like, they did no it. No one likes to talk about no. sustainability. And then when you get into sustainability, half the fucking time, these motherfuckers go, you, you can't eat that. I'm like, right. uh, bitch, I've been doing this for eight bucks. Oh. I just drank uh, Diet Sprite. You, you can't drink Diet Sprite. There's synthetic sugars in that. You can't do that. Bitch, shut, shut your mouth. Eight years. I bitch, where? I asked you guys to an uh, argument about this. I'm not going to say with who, but I was eating. John's like, give me the meat. Give me the meat. Give me yeah, the- I was like, who the there fuck was, who like, was you arguing with? I was, I was eating, and then, I was, and then there was like, I remember this. It was like during the process of like me cutting from my first show I did, and he was like, "Is that on your diet?" And I said, "Who the fuck you to ask me that stupid ass question?" <laughs> and, I, and I didn't realize it. I was like, "I was like, well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It is not, but I'm eating it." Ah! <laughs> I had like a real moment for them, and I was like, oh, "Yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that shit." Yeah, but I was funny. like, at that moment, I was like, "But it's real though. Why the fuck what I'm on, what's on my plate your problem?" Right. Yep. Like, 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 shut up. If I want to eat fried chicken, guess what? I can eat fried chicken. I lost 230 pounds. Yep. I can do what no, I want. No, you can't. I as soon as you lost weight, you're never, it, allowed, yeah. to, uh, you're never allowed, allowed to have anything. You, oh, my God. It's, it's, my cousin constantly jabs at me. Every fucking, every family get-together, I'll have, yep. like, a piece of ice cream or something, and you can go, are you going to post it on your TikTok and show your friend? Or show your, show your fan? Show, that, show your followers? Yeah. I don't know fucking time. does that. Yeah. I'm like, do it. Take a picture. Do it. Dude. I, I did that. I after the competition I did in Connecticut. I did that, and I took a picture of a pound donut that I ate, and I got so many DMs. Why are you doing that? You're just gonna fuck up your system. Blah blah blah. blah. I was like, you can fucking lick my nuts. Yeah. Like I I can <laughs> I can really give a shit. And then I posted this. Then I went back because it was my stepdaughter's birthday. I went back to Connecticut and I said round two, and I posted that shit again because I had another one. So I was like, bro, it's so funny. I literally had so uh, bad, man. I literally had on my TikTok this afternoon. Um, I made a post like I will admit when when people like it, it was some pretty big fitness influencer guy who's a good guy. He's very science based. He's very logical right. down the middle. Um, and he goes telling someone who's significantly overweight to move your, to eat less and move more is a very disingenuous and not a very good thing to tell someone because again, someone who doesn't know anything about food. Eat less and move more. I yeah, posted that it, too. Yeah, it's like it's it's like it doesn't fucking help. It's like the most lean disrespectful thing in the fucking world. Yeah, it's like eat less what? So yeah. like eat less what? How can I f- sustain my body? Like again, sustainability. Like eat less. So yeah. I starve myself. Like so I just don't eat at all. Like Ever. How, what, how much is less? And so like yeah. and so I made a post that said, hey, I completely agree with you. With calorie deficit being the foundation, it's super important to say that. But however, as all, if all you say is calorie deficit and you don't give any t- context of what a calorie is, what protein, carbs, and fats are, how to create a, a balanced nutrition plan, if you don't put any of that into context, it, it comes off as unsustainable and disingenuous. And someone commented like, you know, man, I disagree with you, blah, 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 blah. I'm like eight fucking years I've lost 200 pounds and sustained it. Eight years. Fact. Eight years. Yeah. When, when, so and and like I'm I'm not some crazy like you got to go carnivore to to live a healthy life. 
nothing I said there was that extreme. Even even something as simple as saying, "Hey, don't just say calorie deficit, and eat less, move more." You got to be give more context. Yeah. And they were like, "No, no, that's the phone." You don't get it. You I, you, you I don't get, get it. it. Like with that with that shit, it's like when you have a daughter and you say, "Hey, you need to make sure you're successful, and make a lot of money," and then you get pissed off. She's a fucking stripper. <laughs> You didn't give any details. You didn't give any details. Like you, you gave you gave no details. I love that word. So, <laughs> so like, it's like you like that's the thing is like, there's no wrong way to live your life. Yep, correct. But there are different ways to lose weight. Yes. Find what works for you and ride that shit till it falls off. We've got friends that do carnivore, keto, high carb, low carb. Like for me, like even people always look at me like I'm insane or crazy when I say like for me, like I do twenty thousand steps a day religiously just because of my job. Yep. Right. So for me, my maintenance is thirty four hundred calories, and people look at me like, "Holy shit!" I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I can eat, I can hold a lot of food." And then they ask me like, "How much were you eating when you were fat?" I was like, "Probably around ten thousand calories a day." Yep. Because I'll eat Burger King twice a day. I'll eat Dunkin' Donuts, and then my that's wife. That's already ten thousand. Like, Burger King every, twice and Dunkin' Donuts. That's every, ten thousand. <laughs> everything, everything my wife is cooking has butter in it, yeah. and it's fried and it's good. Like she makes these pastels mm. and like empanadas, mm. and I'm like, oh yeah, talk fat dirty. She's to me. like, she's like, don't you want some? I was like, I was like, make a batch for me, and then the other batch is for the kids. Like that's how it was, right? You know, so like. I constantly say, like, there's more than one way to skin a cat. And it's more than we all. The goal is sustainability. We're all coming from different directions. So we're all going to do it different ways. Absolutely. But we just want the same goal. Absolutely. Levi, I appreciate you being on, brother. This has been an amazing conversation. Um, before we wrap this up, I do have a couple of questions for you that I like to close off the uh, podcast with. So let me know when you're ready for those. Shoot. All right. Ready. Cool. If you could go back in time and talk to eight-year-old Levi and tell him one thing, what would you tell him? He has no idea what's going to happen in his future. Don't be afraid of what you can't control. Understand that you are better and you will be better and this shit will pass. Love that. That's a huge thing for a lot of people. They try to control things you can't. Yep. Um, Can you give three pieces of advice to the listeners and they don't necessarily have to be about weight loss? Don't make an excuse. If you make an excuse for anything that you want to do, you're never going to get it. Don't be afraid to fucking try because fear of failure, it's only failure if you don't try. Like, if you don't try at anything, if you want that promotion, speak it up. Right. Say you want it. If you want that extra, like, you want that extra money, show your worth. Speak it up. Don't be afraid to, to just try to put yourself in the most uncomfortable situation because if you're not your own biggest cheerleader, no one else is going to give a shit about you. Fact. Fact. Was that one, two, and three? That was, that was one, two, and three? That was one and two. Yeah, one more. Give me one more. Oh. Um, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's my favorite one, though. Absolutely. I say that all the time. Whatever somebody, whatever somebody talking shit, fuck, fuck them. them. They won't, won't judge your shit. Fuck Amen. Them. Fuck yep. them. You do you. And then fuck them again. Do you. Yep. Amen. Yep. <laughs> Levi, where can we find you on Instagram? Uh, Fluffy to Fitness 85. Um, if you have any questions about anything journey-wise or you just need somebody to talk to, I'm always there. 
I do, I am busy like all the time. So if I don't respond, it ain't your fault. I suck at responding. Your I'll fact. Te- I get a text message and then like, I just, I just suck at that shit. Me too. So don't mind me. Plus I'm 37. My hands are tight. are hard to like type and shit. So I'm old as fuck. Voice so message. Just, voice message where it's at, yeah. man. No, that's the, the voice message. Voice message works that better because then I'd be like, Fucking love voice I am messages. a grandfather. So I'd be like, hey, funny Jim. So like, <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> but yeah, just like. Bro, just you're 37. I, you're totally not 57. I feel like you. Well, we're 37, the... but like in black. In black people years, I'm like 100. Yo, because black don't crack, bro. Like black <laughs> just does black not don't... crack. Black don't crack, but it's hard. Like I've had, a, I've had an under over bet with with David for like six months about how old you really are, because I'm just very confused every time you tell a story. You're like, dude, yo, I got seven grandkids, I got four. Like I'm just, oh my gosh, I will never crack. forget. Like, that's the thing, because it's like it's like Asian people. Like Asian people can either look at like twenty oh, or a thousand. Yes. Like there's like there's there's no in between. Like black, like I got this girl that I work with. She's like sixty years old. She looks like she's thirty. Yeah, that's so no, I believe like, it. Thirty years old. I believe it. But. I will say this: being black is cool, but it's kind of dangerous. So technically, I'm like 37. I'm like 107. <laughs> <laughs> but it's dangerous. I I still when we had the computer community call a couple weeks ago, and all of a sudden you were like my grandkid, and I I, I had to ask. I was like, bro, this is gonna, I yeah. how bro, old? He texted me to the side. He goes, how old is he? I'm so <laughs> confused. <laughs> I literally I'm the community call. I texted. I was like, yeah. bro, how old is Levi? He said he has grandkids. Yeah, and I'm like. Well, I, I literally, I literally to, responded, "Black yeah. don't crack." That's it. That's all I <laughs> yeah. said. It really don't. It really don't, man. Like it really don't. But like, yeah, my wife's twenty five, so it's from a previous marriage. But they're mine. Okay. Like, yeah, one hundred percent. Day one. I, I yeah, loved I mean, your context so. when you when you said it in the community call, where you're like, yeah. "They're my kids." Like, that's that, yeah. that, that's so much respect. Brother, we have to invite you back on here because uh, there's so much more that needs to be talked about about your journey. But I'm glad yeah, I'm glad that we had the tangents yeah. that we did because I think that those tangents are really what's going to help a lot of people. So I appreciate your time. Uh, guys, if you would like to join us for the community call that we've talked about a billion times in this podcast, you can do that by joining the brand new ALG Facebook community page. And there will be a link to that somewhere wherever you're listening to this. I promise you. Links I don't handle the tech shit, but David will take care of that. Um, as always, you can follow us on Instagram at the Accountable Life Group. You can follow me at JRP's Journey. That's J A R P S underscore Journey. You can follow him at Fit underscore D Rock. Levi is Fluffy. What is it? Fluffy to f- Fluffy to Fitness eighty five. It's the eighty five at the end that throws me off, man. I got to be honest with you. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I, I got to change it up. Yeah, I think you do. <laughs> I think I think it's time. Uh, as always, stay beautiful, stay sexy, stay accountable. Until next time. Toodles.